Waking up can be a traumatic experience. In a way, you leave the masses behind, and you leave a former version of yourself behind. There is no going back. There is no middle ground between lies and the truth. This story is about my personal journey and one of the many revelations that opened my spiritual eye. So stay tuned for this gruesome affair. Waking up in Zombie Nation, the gang stalkers and NPCs are controlled by the program. Finding yourself in the talons of an owl and the shadows of the forest moonlight. It's a gruesome affair. <laughs> Beloved, why do you wear that mask? I asked. We were sitting in that New York City high-rise lobby library room, a place of so many revelations. I felt we were close enough now to ask personal questions. It was just that she was so far along in her journey. She was certainly ahead of me and seemed to be pulling me along with so many revelations and synchronicities happening all day, often in uncomfortable ways. I guess that is a big part of this, becoming more comfortable with being uncomfortable, following the divine wisdom from within, even though so many vampires are around speaking dark words over me, over you, sometimes directly belittling you and calling you crazy calling you depressed, calling you lost, when in fact you are the one finding direction. During the New Hampshire ayahuasca journeys, another psychonaut used a hand gesture to signal not to talk about, let's say, current events. We were not there to discuss topics on the news, the macro world. We were there to heal our inner worlds, to grow and to integrate our individual journeys into a common experience. Some were there to quit addictions, some to come out of their slump, and some were there to come to grips with so many toxic relationships. I have so many stories to tell about this. So much humbling wisdom and messages from the one, from the source. But when you are telling someone about the spiritual war happening here right now in Earthrealm, Many will deny it. Deep down, they know. We know. You know. But the leather is smooth on the passenger seat, and egos are easy to caress, especially when they are our own. And we are all kissed by the dopamine of social media. One has to be brave to let that go and trust spirit. It takes courage, bravery, spiritual courage. Spirit, it's trying to flow through exactly you right now. It's easy to say, but to actually chase a good life, to drink the good water, takes a lot of courage. Discovering strength to understand this, this is the true scary story. And on the other side of that wall of fire is indeed a personal paradise of light. And this is not an exclusive party. All the living are invited and encouraged to attend, but only if you come with your own accord, on your own free will. Why do you wear the mask? I asked. Beloved's eyes widened. It was one part, how dare you ask that, and one part, you crossed the line. 
I could not entirely read her reaction to my questions. I could not see much of her face as it was covered with that light blue medical mask. One, I am sure you, dear listener, surely wore at some point one of these masks yourself. You know from the global medical emergency that closed airports and stores and schools across the globe. Beloved seems so actualized. Surely she doesn't believe the hype. Surely she is awakened to uncomfortable truths about this. Surely she has spiritual insights beyond those that I have. I feel I am the student and she is the teacher during the cherished time that we were together. When you wake up, you might realize that you are surrounded by zombies. This is what happened to me. That night, December 9th, 2019, the words were revealed to me in that book. I came home and opened a page in an old physical paper book that I had ordered on Amazon, and the words started revealing things. The words scrambled and kept coming with truths, even though it was just paper and ink. It was a kind of miracle, and I experienced it firsthand with my own two astonished eyes, revealing tough pills to swallow about the spiritual war going on right now in 2023 and always here in Earthrealm. Some things revealed were very unsettling, and I can say that so many promoting science are actually themselves very spiritual beyond their academics, equations, and publications. They want a clear monopoly of the spiritual control and influence of Earthrealm. The zombies? That's you and I before we wake up, and the billions of our brothers and sisters here in Earthrealm. That is our neighbors, our friends, our families, the other people on the train, the people driving the other cars on the road, the cashier at the store, the other shoppers. It's a lot of people. It's all of them. The numbers are crazy until you get used to them. It's more complicated than this, but in black and white terms, one is either controlled by the program or controlled by their internal conscious agency. Being controlled by the program is much easier, much more comfortable, and an illusion of do-good intentions The road to hell is indeed paved on good intentions. The ones that allow their internal agency to control their destiny, they are the mavericks, the conspiracy theorists, the neos of the matrix, the ones who keep quiet about their connection to source. Some of the wealthiest people you've met pretend to be average. Some of the brightest people pretend to be just like everyone else and some of the absolutely spiritually aware act publicly as to be asleep. It's a spiritual house of mirrors, and one day when you've climbed the awareness mountain high enough, you look up at the others and realize they are you, and back at the NPCs controlled by the program, basking in their egos and materialism minute by minute, and you realize that each of us is simply at very different places on the journey. And that is okay. I don't want to fall into an ego trap, and I don't want you to fall into an ego trap. When I stayed at that cult farm after these things were revealed to me, one of the practitioners said, We gotta be humble. 
despite many unsettling truths, losing myself in the valley of the shadow of death for real, being awakened is simply way more fun. It is much more fun when you get the upper hand. It's horrifying to discover just how naive you have been before, but this is the essence of growth. Dear listener, if you ever looked back at things about yourself from the past and cringed, this is the essence of your growth. It is just a sign that you've evolved, and it will continue. The experiences you had were necessary for your growth. Once you can see the program, you start to really live, to really push the limits, to really take risks, and to know who is who and what is what, and that spectacular things are possible. You are not controlled by the program. You are now writing your own script. You are not fighting the system, because fighting the system is feeding the system. The system feeds off your energy, like the narcissist who feeds off your reaction to their drama. The only way to win that game is not to play. But once you stop playing that game, you suddenly have something amazing. Time. Energy. Wisdom. Connection. This is precious. It is your spiritual rocket fuel. The gang stalkers, trucker hitchhikers, skinwalkers, perfect, masked, implacable lover, agent smiths in disguise, and the shadow flyers will try and stop you. They will try to redirect you back under control of the program. Once they see this doesn't work, they will smear your reputation, call you crazy, highlight your vulnerabilities, say anything that will damage your reputation. In the next stage, they will reveal themselves overtly. When their tactics fail, they will finally capitulate, their intentions exposed, their lies clear as day. To spell it out, which I hesitate to do, their dark witchcraft is revealed plain as day. Make no mistake, words spoken to craft a false narrative are absolutely witchcraft. The witches in Salem? That was amateur stuff compared to what we are seeing today. In the next stage, the road for your journey opens wide for you. They cannot stop you, so they finally give up. Like an entrepreneur who closes a business that keeps losing money, the dark ones are going spiritually bankrupt. They will suddenly and quickly cut their losses and move on. They might pop by from time to time to steal some energy or try to derail you again. But you are now free. You are now a creator with agency. Your thoughts, intentions, and radical action are creating a new program. One that you write. And you are not alone. You are part of a spiritual alliance that is growing by hundreds of thousands each day as souls awaken. Did you know that if people do not receive eye contact, they will get depressed and wonder if they exist at all? I am looking at your eyes right now, and I assure you without a doubt, you are accompanied by millions that love and appreciate exactly you. God is in control. 2023 is the best year to be alive in the past 2023 years. The transformation happening here is unreal. It is just amazing. The opposition is so desperate, 
They are even trying to block natural sunlight to the earth. Fear not, it will not work. Smoking Owl Tales is the scary story channel that says never, never operate in a spirit of fear. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Let your internal guidance guide you. It's not going to be easy. You know what to do. And there's a wall of fire there called fear trying to stop you. You just walk right through that fire and you will find out that it was nothing. There are spiritual laws in place that make it so that the opposition has zero power over you. They cannot hurt you directly. They can only trick you into hurting yourself. This is how the game works. And their plan is failing. And like the losing chess player, they are just trying to drag the game out at this point. It's true that his creation, the beautiful species of highly intelligent and compassionate humans, has been interjected with a very evil, invisible-to-the-eye spiritual parasite. This displacing force has enslaved the human race in spiritual, mental, and physical bondage, and we didn't even know it. That is an important part of the trick. The evil ones must constantly create phony enemies and unnecessary wars, pandemics, and not-so-natural events to keep the ones in bondage in a state of fear. Humans in a state of fear are easy to control, focused on surviving rather than thriving, and behaving like good slaves to the promoted and endorsed materialism and reality. I will continue some of the revelations from the book and from the library lobby in Beloved's Manhattan high-rise apartment in this story, but first... I wish to read an excerpt from Sun Tzu's Art of War. Quote, All warfare is based on deception. Unquote. Get this under your skin. They will never tell you on the fake news what is really going on. Never. Absolutely never. They will never inform you. They are giving you a narcissist's narrative that is scripted calculated and targeted. I continue reading from Sun Tzu. Quote, Though skilled in warfare subdue the enemy's army without a battle, they capture the enemy's cities without assaulting them and overthrow his state without protracted operations. Their aim is to take all under heaven intact by strategic considerations. Unquote. Add to this that the wars span generations. It is ongoing. You may not wish to think about this. It is unsettling. But this is the Smoking Owl Tales channel. We eat fear for breakfast here. When you go down the rabbit hole with the Smoking Owl, we flip the forbidden reveal cards. The main messages are love over fear, love, and forgiveness. The opposition's main message is lies, jealousy, and fear. But they will tell you it is actually love and forgiveness. Your heart will know. You are psychic. And we know how to separate truths from lies. Wheat from chaff. Your heart can sense the difference just as your eyes can tell the sun from the moon. To the dark ones roaming freely in earth realm with love, fuck you. So many don't get it. And that is okay. 
the NPCs are the non-playable characters? Would the game be better if the princess in Super Mario Brothers knew she was just a non-playable character in a simulation? She might start asking dangerous questions. Somewhere in all this is a beautiful game in a beautiful world inside a black box. There has to be drama for it to be interesting. There has to be something nefarious, something challenging to overcome. And when Mario overcomes it, he gets the glory. And the princess too. NPC stands for non-playable character. This is the princess and just about every other creature that moves in the Mario Brothers game. The ghosts in Pac-Man. Everybody except you in The Sims. They are there to make the game seem real. They are there to create the drama. They are there to supply ideation to obstacles on your quest. They are there to add opposition and reward the overcoming of the opposition. But they are controlled by the hive mind, the program, the playable character. That is you. You are player one. The gang stalkers, agent smiths, clones, and NPCs are controlled by the program. Nobody tells you the rule set of the game. You have to figure this out by yourself. I might be saying too much here. If somebody spells it out for you, you'd probably think they are crazy. So this is just another crazy campfire story, dear listener. Most people who understand the program are called crazy. They are called conspiracy theorists. They are called dangerous. No, it cannot be spelled out. You must figure it out on your own. You must do the research on your own. Don't believe anything from any other player except your own divine guidance within. Don't trust me, the smoking owl. There can be guidance and misguidance here. Like the oracle in the matrix, you might need to hear the truth or the untruth. Finding the truth is a personal quest. Some will never understand this. You are here, so you know something is up. You know something is off. You've experienced the unexplainable synchronicities. You have questions now. There is something unreal about all of this. The sound comes through in waves, frequency, and the screen flickers in pixels. There's so many infinitesimal pixels now that you cannot even see them. But zoom into any solid object, even something really solid like a natural diamond. I mean really zoom in until you see the electrons with your eyes, and you realize that the solid object is just about pure empty space. It's because there's actually nothing there. There can't be. It's just an energy field, like a hologram. If you try to see the electron, your very conscious observation will make the electron take a finite location for you. The electrons have their own kind of fake selfie smile. This is the collapse of the wave function. The simulation is rendering for you in real time. The NPCs don't want to know this. The princess in Super Mario Brothers doesn't know she is made out of code, algorithms, and pixels of pure light on a flat plane called a screen. It's not in her scope to think about such things. If she did, thinking would be dangerous to the program. She won't. She wouldn't. How dare her. 
the code did not program her for that. The NPCs get their downloads from the hive mind, the media, as well as from the dark ether. There is a war happening amongst humanity, and each day millions of people now are waking up to it and starting to ask dangerous questions. Dangerously good questions that our creator is pleased we are asking. I think you, dear listener, have an idea what we are talking about here. This is the silent war. This is Sun Zhao's war by deception, where the enemy doesn't even know they are at war, and no sword is raised. Conventional weaponry, tanks and jets and guns, are archaic now. It's antiquity now. These things are for movies and propaganda newscasts. The war is spiritual, dimensional, ideological, and covert. I think you know. The NPCs do not know. Or they do under many thick, tightly wrapped layers. They get downloads from the evil hive mind, the aggregated opposition and its established and rooted hierarchy. The opposition wishes for the masses to be ignorant and distracted. This makes them an easy target. In Beloved's library lobby in New York City, I remember looking at Beloved's eyes when I asked her that question. Surely, she knows it's all fake. It's just cheap theater. It's a planned operation with an intended calculated reaction and outcome. Her nose and mouth and chin were covered with that light blue medical mask. This conversation happened on that night before New Year's Eve in 2021, less than two years ago at the time of writing. I was still struggling with the war in my head. In New York City, restaurants required the dining customers to wear masks while walking to the restaurant and until they sit down at their table. Then while literally eating and speaking in the group at their table, they are permitted to take the mask off and bear their natural face. How can anybody believe this will do any good? This feels like the green streetlight conspiracy. This is the fact that many of those buttons at crosswalks that you press when you want to cross actually do nothing. Their function is to make you feel like you are able to do something. But aside from giving you the illusion of influence, you have none. The light will turn green for you according to the timer. The designers just want you to press the fake button and feel the fake power. This is the way a good NPC behaves. They are good at making you feel like you have power when you have none. It is an illusion of power when there is none, there is zero. The program wants 100% power. Truthfully, you have enormous power. But the button at the crosswalk, the big logo on that expensive thing you got there, and the medical mask on that slave face is not going to give anybody any power, and it's not giving any protection either. I remember standing in the kitchen at my dad's house in Westchester and talking to Donna, his wife. Either I have psychosis, and everybody else is right, or everybody else has psychosis, and I am right, I said. That's part of the program. When you start to think for yourself, it feels like you are going crazy. 
And when you go crazy like this, it also feels like isolation. When you see the truth, you feel crazy. And while you are feeling crazy, they will tell you exactly you are crazy. If you explain the predicament we are in, you are called crazy. Maybe they'll call you a loose cannon, maybe a conspiracy theorist. That's when they have to catch you. When you just start to wander off the wide path, that's when the Karen, the Agent Smith in disguise, materializes to give you that ugly face to let you know that your behavior is not approved by the program. He or she will let you know that you are not acting in accordance with the parameters of the program. What? You didn't see the news last night? Shaming words when you are in the 3D. Beyond that, it doesn't work, although it can be annoying and sometimes funny. Karen's words are empty witch spells of the program, and she will soon vanish like a disappointed trucker hitchhiker who could not get you to drive when the only thing you should be doing is resting during the winter storm. When you start to ask questions, when you start to state facts, the program cannot block the truth, so it jams the information flow with disinformation and shame for those who are on the path to the truth until you simply stop caring, until you read the words of the original of the American forefathers give me freedom or give me death. When you really feel that, when you really are uncomfortable enough to not care, when you let go of everything, the world is yours. It has to be this way. Before, you feared the vampires. You hid from them. You were scared they'd target you. Now you know they have zero power unless you give it to them. They just seem like not-funny, cliché trick-or-treaters showing up at your door, motivated by their own self-interest solipsism of getting some free candy. It's kind of funny. Kind of pathetic. And this is why we are the vampire slayers. The hunted have become the hunters. The game is getting interesting now. And we are winning as it is prophesized. We win. Satan will be cast down into hell for a thousand years. The truth is coming to light now. The Dark Ones are exposed. Their plan has failed. They are desperate, and it's literally pathetic. So, there I am looking at Beloved in that library lobby. Her eyes above that light blue mask. Those beautiful eyes. So much love and sadness and wisdom and life in those eyes. I cannot see her expression. I just see those huge eyes glaring at me in all their love and vulnerability. She has taught me so much. She has encouraged the ayahuasca journeys and accompanied me on two, and will on two more to come at that time. First in New Hampshire, and the latter in Maine. I see that in the bigger group, she is just cool and brings a level of real to the game. She is professional, while also an artist, a singer, a dancer, and she seems down with so many we meet while wandering the streets of Manhattan. I felt I could ask her anything, so I asked about the mask. Beloved, why do you wear the mask? Isn't it fake? I asked. She seemed irritatingly surprised by this question. She pulled the mask down and revealed her mouth. 
Is there anybody over there? She asked. There was a support column in the library partially blocking our view of the entire room. I leaned over and peered behind that column. No, it's just us. There's nobody else here. I said. It's just us? She asked. Yes, just us, I said. She sat down and looked at the floor and then back up at me from her crouched sitting position. Of course it's fake, she said. Then why do you wear it? I asked. Because people believe that it is real and they are scared, she said. It was all I needed to hear. It was a huge epiphany. It was not an epiphany that the whole PSYOP was fake. PSYOP is short for psychological operation. This is just a fictional, scary story, of course. But we have to understand that just like companies have campaigns to promote products, events, music, colognes, governments have campaigns to promote ideologies, manufacture consent for wars, and dictate citizen compliance. Not many have read Noam Chomsky's Spectacular Achievements of Propaganda or the father of American propaganda, Ed Bernays' book well-titled Propaganda. All I can say about this is it really works until it doesn't. After all, it is fake. Everything fake eventually gets exposed and the karma recoil on the liars is quite a show. All the well-choreographed TikToks and Instas of dancing nurses and doctors in the hospital made perfect sense now. This was their moment. This was their literal performance. All the world is a stage. The epiphany was that there are people who have escaped the Matrix, but are living in it while pretending to be themselves NPCs. We are the Awakened. We are the Vampire Slayers. We are the Fight Club organizers. We are the Neos, Trinities, and Morpheuses of the Matrix. We are not the Cyphers. No, that is not us. But at times, we low-key role-play like Cypher. We try to look, act, and maneuver like Cypher, even though we are not him. Neo is an amalgam of one. Cypher is the digit zero. Sometimes, a digit one camouflages itself as a digit zero, so to be overlooked by the scans of the program. We are just the polite waiter, the stock analyst, the gem instructor. We pay our taxes, and we know who is who. Sure, the communication can happen on YouTube or Spotify podcasts, but the real good stuff happens in the library lobby in that building, in the kitchen table at my dad's house and at the kitchen table or wherever you meet others in your house, dear listener, in your town, in your community. If you play along well enough, you will not attract as many gang stalkers, agent smiths, and perfect witch implacable midnight lovers who aim to jump inside your life with their spiritual wrecking ball and entourage of implacable demons. They pretend there is no spiritual war, this keeps your defenses down. We also pretend there is no spiritual war, but it is written on our hearts. Live free or die. Victory or death. Vampire Slayer. 
first rule of being free while living inside the matrix. Do not talk about the matrix unless in a fictional bedtime or campfire story like this one. So maybe the princess in Super Mario Brothers does know she is just an NPC, but is playing along just enough to be left alone. Maybe she is a female Neo, a trinity, and she is working on her long-term strategy without attracting attention. I am not actually suggesting this. That low-res RGB pixel Mario diva is not thinking about this at all. But you see, you know, and you can discern who is who and who is not who, because you are psychic, as we have discussed already. Back in Copenhagen, I made the decision to never wear the mask. At the department store magazine, it's like a Danish Macy's. The young woman staff member comes up to me and tells me that I am required to wear a mask to be in the shop. I have a lung condition. I say, I didn't lie. I do have a lung condition. And the medical term that describes the condition of my lungs is healthy. It is condition healthy. I still abide by sacred truth, mostly. The young woman told me she had a sticker for me in that case and asked me to wait while she went and got this sticker and put it on my shirt. The sticker would explain why it is okay for me to not have a mask on, if not a mask, a sticker. It reminded me of that World War II story where the Nazis asked the Danish government to enforce that all Jews wear a yellow star. The Danish government agreed and carried it through by asking all people in Denmark, Jews and non-Jews, to wear exactly a yellow star. That's our brand of joyful rebellion. With love, fuck you. I kept that sticker from magazine. I'd rather take the guillotine than take orders from a television newscast. No keywords here. Beloved helped me make sense of that in New York City. Turns out that a person who can demonstrate supernatural abilities at will, actually we all can, but this person is complying with the program overtly and with under-the-radar intention. She complies but does not mock the NPCs. It's not scorn. Waking people up takes a lot of energy. Most will hate you for it. The truth is like kryptonite to them. It makes their knees buckle, their face turn red, and they might just raise their voice and call you crazy, a conspiracy theorist, or maybe an extremist. The program gave them those words. The program did not give them the word psychosis, because the program is literally programming psychosis. The program wishes to control, and it does this with fear, guilt, materialism, and social shame for nonconformity, and with the outright risk of becoming an outcast. The program is playing a risky game, and it knows it. It's all in. The future of Earthrealm is on the betting table. Two-thirds of the masses get their view of reality from the consensus, and the news controls that. They form their opinions by looking at the external world. They seek the comforting explanations of the comfort of low effort and materialism. To individuate is difficult for them. It is a traumatic process to learn to trust oneself 
and inner discernment. There must be a certain ripeness of the soul for the process to even have a chance to begin. Many will hear the call and refuse it because their unconscious security needs of grasping a comfortable worldview is more important than digesting something unsettling like the truth. I think we will all go through the process, just not in this current lifetime. But those who do are not crazy. They are individuated beings who have absolutely escaped the matrix. It's not a place. It's a frequency. And it is an urgent issue for us and mankind. I will spell it out. You escape the matrix by shifting your guidance from the program to the inner guidance. And you escape the matrix by shifting frequencies from fear up to love. There is a figure in human history who told us to love each other. If you know what year it is, you know how long it has been since these instructions were given. Don't worry, he is patient. The medical event of 2020 to 2022 was just one campaign. There are so many. That's not what this story is about. This story is about waking up in zombie nation. Zombie nation. When that old book was pulsing and refreshing with text revelations, there was a lot revealed. So much was actually spelled out in black and white. I'm not sure if that's how the game works, the simulation, but when you figure out how to identify the opposition in all their various forms, something, let's say, some series of events shows up to show you exactly what you have learned. It's like a chapter summary, and it manifests in a most miraculous and astonishing way. The spiritual summary is served up in an unreal event. When something happens that breaks the default rule set of our realm, it is called supernatural or a miracle. We will experience these, of course. How about this for a summary point? The people at the top of the pyramid view the average citizen as a low-level animal and most of the citizens' actions are actually confirming their belief. The Dark Ones love to destroy innocence. Innocence is a precious commodity in Earth Realm. It is precious and fragile, and power is obtained from destroying it. Anybody with a soul tries to preserve it. The soulless ones will destroy it in the most blasphemous way and heinous ways that I won't even say or right here. That night with the old yellowed copy of Howard Bloom's Global Brain, it was written and the words on the paper scrambled and kept revealing truths. This was December 9th, 2019. In my living room, the words scrambled and listed enough truths to make me want to find the exit door on this earth realm, the firmament. I wanted to find the exit door in the Truman Show and wave goodbye, at least until I gathered my senses and realized that the hell is not eternal and the doors are wide open and that despite how bad things look sometimes, God is in control. God is in control. He has to be. 
Waking up is a tough trauma to live through. It is walking through the valley of the shadow of death. I can save you some travel expenses. The exit door of The Truman Show is not a sky-themed, painted door at the edge of the set. The exit to The Truman Show is the light shining within you. It's right there, in arm's reach, right now. Put your hands on your heart and close your eyes, and you are here with the rest of us bathing in love, wisdom, and guidance. Don't forget to breathe, too. I first learned the term zombie nation as it was spray-painted on a burnt carcass of a civilian vehicle being hauled away from the campfire kill box that Paradise, California was in 2018. Zombie Nation. International helpers were in place to help with the cleanup. The media scripted the story as a campfire in the woods, even though no trees and no forest burned in that forest fire. Amazing. The people believe what they are told. The truth is unsettling. And the NPCs and zombies neither wish to speak truth nor hear truth. They are rewarded with pride for their conviction in the propaganda of the program. The psychovirus in their minds is endorsed as legitimate, and a taste for power is offered. When you are an NPC, you discuss and argue with other NPCs about what you believe. What you believe shapes your opinions. The ego craves to be right, and the human ego craves to be a part of a special group, a better group. A superior group, Studio 54, Louis Vuitton, and Ferrari Motors know all about this and have made it quite a business. You can be elite too if you carry your things in the right bag and drive a car that most of the slaves in the Matrix could never drive. So here we are, staring at those words. Zombie Nation. Why would the cleanup crew spray paint black graffiti on a browned, burnt, twisted, an unrecognizable vehicle carcass. Zombie Nation. Why do they think this was relevant? Why do they think that was an interesting thing to write? Many people died in the fires, and they are helping to clean up. Why do the two words, Zombie Nation, come to their minds? Did anybody write the same graffiti in Lahaina, Hawaii this year? If you know... You probably won't say it. The truth is very dangerous. The soulless ones do not want it revealed. They want to be able to blend in with the organic-souled humans who they prey on. Vampires are in this way very real, and they are all over Earthrealm. There's a story series here on Smoking Owl Tales channel about a missing sister related to the MK Ultra program. But we all got MK Ultrad. If you can go to a nightclub and sing the words of the songs played, you got MK Ultrad. If you can name a James Bond film, or name a film starring Will Smith or Tom Cruise, you have been MK Ultrad. The system uses exactly the narcissist playbook's tried and true cocktail of push pull, guilt and enticement, reward, fear, more guilt, an expectation to keep the bewildered masses, the zombie nation, 
trauma-bonded and dependent on the system itself. The system is implacable. It cannot wish its slave NPCs genuine goodwill. Some cannot face it. They are not strong enough to handle the accompanying ego death that will come if they start on the journey. And besides, life is good enough, right? The NPCs believe what they are told. They are the good sons, the good daughters, the good students, good graduates, good employees, good elders, and good dead corpses. They conquer nothing and hope that if they just try a little harder, if they bow down and lick that black leather boot a little bit better, a little bit harder, they might just move up in the ranks amongst Earthrealm's hierarchies. Wrong. You cannot win over an abusive handler by saying yes, by bowing down and receiving the reward compliance for moving the goalpost until the only word that describes the relationship is master and slave. That's what the targeted girlfriend's handler called her, my slave. Pull out that Satan card from the tarot deck, and Satan is standing above Adam and Eve with the chains around their necks, but the chains are loose. Satan will be infuriated if you remove the chains, which are so easy to remove. When you walk out of hell, in addition to his difficulty to hide anger, he will also do something that he will never do as long as you adorn your neck with those heavy, cold metal chains of enslavement. Once you have removed the chains, he will for the first time respect and fear you. You've become unpredictable, wise, strong, and ungovernable. You are now a danger to his interests. You are a danger to the program because you are now writing your own program instead of being a chess piece in his. This is how the light starts pouring through the darkness. The sun is rising now. This is what vampire slayers do. We break dark things and let that gorgeous light shine. This is the path. I am personally not even nearly arrived yet. I have so much to learn. Maybe you, dear listener, have learned more than me. Maybe you've seen part of hell that I did not see. Maybe you have your own story to tell. If you have, I hope you will send me some words. Send the ethereal downloads that will help me fill in the blanks. Like the last story, we are all psychic. But this is just one step on a very long journey. It is one battle and a war that is spanning the entirety of Earthrealm and spanning many, many generations. Maybe you are an NPC. That is okay. I still love and respect you if you are indeed an NPC, and I hope you enjoyed this horrible story. No matter what, I am sure you encounter NPCs daily. All you have to do is go where people gather, and there they are. There are billions. Billions of potentially soul-enabled humans who have the hardware connection to Source, but are not yet connected. As the light breaks through and these connections open, just imagine the wave of love and forgiveness that is going to radiate down onto Earthrealm. It is literally biblical. If you are an NPC, hearing this should infuriate you. I know what it's like. You will think that you are smarter, 
better and more informed. You will call these words crazy, extreme, and maybe quote the well-known term manufactured by our intel agency, conspiracy theorist. We are as fascinated by you as you are of us. How you trust the science despite the $2.3 billion fraud settlement paid by one of those pointy-thing juice manufacturers is amazing. Imagine that. They paid $2.3 billion to settle a healthcare fraud case in 2009, but you still trust them because the program told you to. The urge will come to belittle, to state how obviously these words are wrong and crazy. It seems insane. After all, most NPCs had a very expensive education and read many books on so many topics. How can it all be wrong? The joke is on them. The news is fake, and the movies are closer to real. To a person walking stiffly on the line of conformity, stepping off that line really is crazy. And it is, to them. But the masters, the social engineers, the white coast priests who constructed the conformity line for the masses to walk on, they do not respect the very NPCs that walk on that line. One thing I've learned about the human experience is the need for dominance. The question is whether the strong arm is compassionate or implacable. Implacable meaning incapable of wishing goodwill. The demons are implacable. They tell you the right things. They abundantly deal false hope. And they may try to put you at ease when they sense your intuition is sounding the alarm bells. In the end, they view the masses as an energy source and will destroy anything that is beautiful, wholesome, and good for their energy harvest. The gang stalkers are implacable. They are victims too of their masters, the ones who have them on payroll. And their reward is partly the financial gain, and more so that they feel they are part of the bigger group. They are not isolated like the targeted individual, the agent smiths, the trucker hitchhikers, the skinwalkers, the perfect witch lover that is maybe too perfect. All are implacable agents sent as your challengers, your opposition. And if they fail, the dark shadow flyers show up to take care of the business directly. Not by proxy, not by spiritual possession. When the shadow flyers show up, you must be set out for greatness. You must be a shining, bright, warm light in Earth Realm. When the shadow flyers appear, they appear in desperation. Their Sun Zhao, no weapon raised, pretend to be nice guy strategy is out the window. The enemy is revealing who they are with their overt offensive front. You've made them move to the third level of their strategy, one they hoped they could avoid. The sniper hesitates to shoot because when he does, he reveals his position. He will then be much more vulnerable and wish to change location, which requires energy and has risks. This will cost dearly in terms of time and energy. And in this way, when the shadow flyers appear, they are desperate to make a move as you are leveling up fast, and their desperation is apparent. When the shadows appear, 
you will know in your heart that the war is real and it is very spiritual. It is spiritual above material. The material 3D of Earthrealm is a lower level realm that we are all experiencing together now. Some are experiencing it more than others. Beloved and I discussed so much. The next day we would get up early and take the bus to Portland, Maine. Jack, who taught me about the Shadow Flyers, would pick us up at the Portland, Maine bus station and drive us the remaining part of the journey to the house in a small town in Maine covered in snow. The day was New Year's Eve 2021. We would all drink the shamanic tea, ayahuasca, and go through a portal to 2022 together. Now it is 2023, and the show just gets more intense, more dynamic, more rapid, and more vivid. There could be books written about these experiences, but even more important is your experience. No book, no movie, no TikTok reel can ever come close to the first-hand experience you, dear listener, are having. There is no ego in who is ahead or behind on this path. If anything, we should really just be thrilled to have each other to teach and each other to learn from. Ultimately, this is what it's all about. Love. Understanding. Wisdom. To those hopelessly asleep in the Matrix, I wish to tell you that you are loved, and we do not wish to rush your awakening. Maybe a time during this lifetime is too soon. You are loved no more and no less because of this. Like doing push-ups, nobody said it was easy, and nobody else except you can do it for you. The floor is always there waiting without judgment. I can tell you that for those with enough courage to cross that valley of the shadow of death, there is a very beautiful mountain, a river, and a sea as well as a paradise on the other side and I truly hope you get a chance to see it. I will close this story with words from Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 5 to 8. Ye are the children of light, and the children of the day. We are not of the night, nor of the darkness. Therefore let us not sleep in the night as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us, who are of the day, be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. The hope of salvation. The hope of salvation. It's been awesome having you visit for this horrible tale. Dusk is a time of transition. It's an owl's wake-up call. As the shadows grow longer and darkness takes over, the only thing to fear is fear itself. You can also catch Smoking Owl Tales on TikTok, Instagram, as well as podcasts, including Anchor, Spotify, and Apple. There are several mind-blowing collaboration stories in the works right now. If you feel the call, give a rip at the subscribe button and scratch at the comments. Stay longer now or... Catch you on another night very soon because the story goes on and on and on and on. And on. And on.